passion for sport. This is Cameroon Roars. It's our daily look at what's happening at the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations finals in Cameroon. And I'm Steve Vickers. Yes, welcome to the show, which you can listen to every day throughout the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations. It's day seven today, Nigeria playing Sudan and Egypt taking on Guinea-Bissau. We'll look ahead to those games later on. Ghana held to a dramatic draw by Gabon and Senegal failed to impress again. And with Zimbabwe, the first team to exit the tournament, we hear from one of their former AFCON stars, Joel Lupatla. But not to be, we are said we are back to the drawing board. That's coming up shortly. Well, quite a game yesterday as Ghana were held to a 1-1 draw by Gabon, a surprise result that leaves the Black Stars third in Group C and only able to progress as one of the best third-place teams. Andre Ayew put Ghana ahead in the first half with a wonderful shot from outside the box, but Gabon equalised with two minutes to go with Jim Alavina firing in from a tight angle. It was a bruising and ugly encounter and Ghana were angry that Gabon didn't give back possession from a throw-in after an injury to their player, feeling that it was unsporting behaviour. This after one of their players had gone down. Uh, But from the resulting throw-in, it was played to Alavina, who got the goal. Ayu protested vigorously to the referee and scuffles broke out uh, at the full-time whistle with Ghana substitute Benjamin Tete showing a red card for his part uh, in the melee that ensued after the final whistle. Gabon's Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang didn't play in the game as he has heart lesions after a bout of Covid. Also in Group C, Morocco made it to the round of 16, beating Comoros 2-0. Selim Amala and Zakaria Aboukal scored, and Comoros keeper Salim Ben was the man of the match. Morocco have six points from their two games, Comoros on four points, Ghana on just one point, and Comoros with no points, and they will face Ghana in their final game in the group. Uh, Senegal and Guinea drew nil-nil in Group B in an uneventful contest. Both teams are on four points. I'm joined by African football expert Aida Waringa in Nairobi in Kenya. Uh, Senegal needed a last gasp penalty to beat Zimbabwe in their first match and not looking that impressive in their first two games either. Well, it was another uninspired performance from Senegal, Steve, and granted, they were without several first-choice players, of course, owing to COVID, but look, at the end of the day, Steve, we can't keep claiming this as the reason for their chronic underperformance because when people do look back one day at the 2021 Afghan Few will remember the technicalities, you know, the specifics, but everyone will remember the results. So this is quite disappointing from the team. And Guinea really could have gone ahead at some point there in the first half. And who knows how that would have set them up. I mean, has to be said, it was an awful display. And especially in the first half from the Taranga Lions, things, you know, did get a bit better in the second half, but barely you know, if you ask me. And uh, one can only really wonder where this team, you know, 2019 runners-up, that's not too long ago, where this team would be without that sucker punch penalty they got against Zimbabwe. They'd probably have around two points, you know, and who knows how that would set them up. 
Uh, as for Morocco, well, a huge congratulations to them. Um, it was a bit of a sloppy win there <laughs> over Comoros. But sometimes, you know, that's what you need to just get things moving. And I feel like just quickly going back to Senegal, that's what's lacking with the team. You know, a team just doing what it needs to do sometimes. Nothing too fancy, too pretty, just getting in the work a result and moving, you know, and just focusing on Senegal for a bit. There's been something so disjointed about the team, even when playing against teams that, you know, otherwise would have been considered underdogs. But uh, back to Morocco, Comoros. Well, a huge kudos to Comoros goalkeeper Boina. It really could have been much worse, so much worse for the team, but he really kept it in the game. I'll say this, though, it doesn't get easier for the Islanders because they will be meeting Ghana next. Well, that'll be a big challenge with Ghana, desperate to get to three points in that game. Zimbabwe became the first team eliminated from the tournament with a 2-1 loss to Malawi, with Gabardino Mango getting both goals for the Flames. It's a fifth Africa Cup of Nations appearance for Zimbabwe, who've never made it beyond the group stage. And I spoke to Joel Lupatla, a member of the 2004 Warriors team that made Zimbabwe's first ever Nations Cup appearance. Uh, there they lost to Egypt and Cameroon, but then beat Algeria 2-1 with Lupatla on the score sheet. He told me about the feeling of the early elimination this time. Yeah, Steve, it's very disappointing, you know. We had so high hopes for the for this team going into the into the Afcon. I think they raised our hopes. We felt that we had, you know, a good balance of young young players and you know senior players. And looking at the preparations that we had, we never had any scruples this time around. And everybody was hoping that we are going to to have a good tournament, especially after playing Senegal and having to show a good show. Then against Malawi, you know, we have beaten Malawi, and I think a couple of times, we were so hopeful that if we win, get three points, then we we just go and look for a point versus uh, Guinea. We might go through as one of the best, maybe you know, the teams, but not to be. We are set. We are back to the drawing board. We, it's always been back to the drawing board for us, and and it's sad for Zimbabwean football. It's really a black day. You were part of the Warriors team that uh, had a win on the debut back in 2004 uh, against Algeria. There was also a, a win in the second appearance against Ghana in 2006. I guess you want to see the baton sort of passed on and to see uh, a national team growing with the experience every time that they play at the Africa Cup of Nations. And it hasn't been happening for Zimbabwe after the foundation that you built. That is very true, Steve. Um, our first, our first maiden appearance, it, it was all about going there to get experience, you know, going there to see how these things are done, going there to understand and to get this feel of how it is to rub shoulders with, you know, the best players. And I would have, you know, loved to see the growth that we went 2004, we got three points. 2006, we got three points. And then we'll say now, it's about time we go to four points. It's about time we go to five points, or it's about time we go to to the next stage, you know, to the last sixteen. But it hasn't happened, and somewhere, somehow, there's something wrong that we are not doing right that needs to be corrected. And I believe that now we, you know, we've got headaches. We have had yeah, Kamapiliat retiring from football. 
and we don't seem to have anybody to fill in the pots. Now there's a possibility also the team captain might retire knowledge and we don't even have anybody you know, to fill in who's going, where are the goals going to come from, who's going to score goals because these other young boys that we've been hoping that they will get goals, they seem to, to struggle when we play these, these bigger tournaments. We need these players to get, to get it going so that this country can develop, this country can move. You know, from 2004, we we'll expect that we are better. Now we are competing with the other big powerhouses of Africa, but not so. And just finally, how have you seen the Africa Cup of Nations changing over the years? It was 18 years ago uh, when you were part of Zimbabwe's debut competition in a group with uh, Cameroon, uh, with Egypt and uh, with uh, Algeria. Much easier group this time around with uh, 24 teams participating uh, at the AFCON. Um, how have you seen the competition changing? Uh, I think it was difficult then and also the, the type of players that were there. Yeah, we had so much good players then, big, big players. We played, I remember for, for the first time we were seeing and the, the likes of Samuel Eto'o, Mboma, Mbami. It, it was difficult then and the fact that only two teams had to qualify from the group. But now you've got an opportunity. Uh, the CAF has extended the, the, the number of teams. So it has become very, very easier to qualify. But, you know, for us as, as a country to go out, to be the first team to be eliminated, I think everybody should be disappointed. Everybody is hurt with what has happened. That's Joel Lupatla, who played for Zimbabwe at their first ever Africa Cup of Nations appearance back in 2004. This is Cameroon Roars, brought to you by Passion for Sport. show comes to you every day throughout the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations, online, on radio and on our app. To download the app, go to the Play Store or the Apple iTunes App Store and enter Planet Sport Football Africa. And our website is planetsport.tv and in the blog section there, Russ Bravo looks at the pressure of winning on the teams and how everyone can be a winner with faith. To social media now, and yesterday we asked her, do you think that Algeria can break the world record for the longest ever unbeaten run? Algeria are currently 35 games unbeaten, just too short of Italy's world record of 37. They've got group games coming up against Equatorial Guinea and Ivory Coast. If they avoid defeat in those games, they need to win their round of 16 match to break the record. So we asked her, do you think they can do it? And Suleiman Sonko in the Gambia says, yes, they can, given the caliber of players that they have and the experience in the team. Uh, Nasser Traddle said, yes, I see Algeria can break the world record of Italy, but I don't think they'll be able to reach the final in this competition. In Nigeria, Okwari Ovan Oche says, yes, they can, but Aya Kebi in Sierra Leone says they're going to lose their next game. Remember, Algeria were held to a goalless draw by Sierra Leone in their opener in Cameroon. A young rapper in the USA says Ivory Coast will beat them, and Palong Baji in the Gambia says that Algeria will do their best to make sure that they don't slip up. Thanks for those comments, and today we're asking, do you think that Senegal have what it takes to be the champions? Africa's top-ranked side are tipped by many to win their first AFCON title in Cameroon, but they needed a stoppage-time penalty to beat Zimbabwe and then drew nil-nil with Guinea. So are the Taranga Lions looking like potential champions to you? 
You can post a comment on our Facebook page. That's Planet Sport Football Africa. Or send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Do Senegal have what it takes to be champions? Now to today's matches, there are two games on. Nigeria playing Sudan at 16 GMT and it's Guinea-Bissau against Egypt at 19 GMT. Uh, your thoughts on the games, Ida? Well, Steve, let me start with the Guinea-Bissau-Egypt. Well, this has to be redemption for the Pharaohs. There's actually no two ways about it for them. Uh, but of course, Guinea-Bissau will have seen the weaknesses, you know, that were exposed by Nigeria and will definitely want to capitalize on that. Bissau haven't scored in their last five games, and you can bet that this one won't be easy. As for Egypt, well, remember they crashed out in the round of 16 last time out, which was horrible considering that they were at home. But I can bet that this is one statistic that they don't want to outdo in Cameroon. Let's look at Nigeria versus Sudan. Well, the Super Eagles were buzzing, weren't they, you know, after that solid win over Egypt. But I'm sure that their heads are now back in the game and, of course, ready for the next challenge. And as we said, you know, it's all about consistency because if Nigeria get a win here, then they're pretty much guaranteed of a place in the next round, you know. The likes of Ihenacho, Simon Aribo, I mean, they all really shone in that game against Egypt. But I don't think that they can afford to take anything for granted at this stage, really. And uh focusing on Sudan, well, many may look at their current form and actually forget that they are former AFCON champions. Granted, they did win it back in 1970, it really is a world of difference, Steve, between the two. And many, of course, you know, will pip Nigeria to take it. Now, whether that will be an easy win is uh, something that we'll see. And uh, just quickly, something that I thought very interesting, Steve, the current group Nigeria is in is similar almost to the T to the group the country was in in its first ever AFCON, and that was back in 1963. Now, that group consisted of Nigeria, obviously, though back then they were referred to as the Red Devils, also consisted of Sudan and also had Egypt in it, although Egypt was then known as the United Arab Republic. So, you know, a bit of history there and really talk about life coming full circle. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting stats there. Thanks, Ida. So the fixtures again today, Nigeria, Sudan at 16 GMT and Guinea-Bissau playing Egypt at 19 GMT. From me, Steve Vickers, and from Ida Waringa, the show is back again tomorrow and Cameroon Roars is a Passion for Sport production.